0: Hello everyone, I'm Dalton Burdett. I'm Ryan Warner. And we are the Movie Nights. Well, some of them. And if you're watching us because you want to hear our uncensored, unfiltered thoughts and opinions about the world of movies, we forgot the snacks this time. I fucking forgot to make the toast. Yeah, no worries. It's all good. I was going to make peanut butter toast. Also, if you can hear my dryer, sorry. Laundry day. It happens. Uh, Adult life. Yeah. Yeah. So, dude, how are you? I feel like it's been a while since we've done this.
1: It feels like a while, yeah. I'm good. How are you? Just enjoying some movies, I, I hope. Yeah, I mean, you know, just living life. Yeah, living
0: like Larry. Living like Larry. We just had the um, Contrition premiere at the OIF, Indo- Orlando Independent Filmmakers Edge Challenge at the AMC in Altamont Springs. It went really well. I think we screened very well. The award ceremony are in November. We'll see how we do. Yeah, yeah. fingers it was crossed. A really, really fun event. Awesome people, awesome everything. Had a great time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, but uh, let's talk about some movies, because that's really why we're here. Yeah, so t- for today's topic, we're going to talk, basically, we were having
0: a discussion a little bit before the show about... Franchises, And now some franchises tend to thrive and do really well from beginning to end. Some don't do well in the beginning and then randomly they pick up and then they continue doing great. Then there are some franchises that started at the top and then have just slowly fizzled out and haven't really been the same. Mm -hmm. Even though they come out with a new movie, people just don't care because of the direction the franchise has gone. Mm -hmm. It's a very fascinating thing to think about, like where franchises have gone, where they can go. So, I just want to talk about that today. Um, was there something you wanted to start it with, or did you want me to start with one? Um,
1: yeah, so I guess I could just talk about uh, James Bond, which franchise spotlight is still in the works. Supposedly. Uh, yeah, it's harder than it looks. Allegedly. You fucking, you can't find James I'm, Bond I'm movies anywhere. I'm joking with you, I'm joking. Unless you guys want to pitch in some money and we can get some James Bond. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, so. Shameless plug. Um, yeah, so... Uh, The success of James Bond, the new one, No Time to Die, actually Mm. just wrapped shooting. So, it's in the editing phase right now with possible reshoots. The camera
0: was speeding for a while. Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, um, yeah, I feel like the success of James Bond is due to the fact that it is very timeless. That you can adapt it to any story. Story, any modern story going on in the real world, mm-hmm. uh, starting with Sean Connery uh, in the oh, early yeah. 60s, and then you have, like, the Russians in the 70s and the Cold War and whatnot, uh, really to make it timeless. And even though espionage—like, you can really do anything with espionage and, like, thrillers and stuff like that, so having, like, a mole uh, with Skyfall— Uh, is a big deal because the whole Edward Snowden thing happened around the same time where he leaked uh, Mm -hmm. classified government intelligence. So it's like uh, a lot of the James Bond movies mirror what's happening in real life. And I actually talked about that in a few of the episodes of Franchise Spotlight. So I think that that helps a lot with the success of James Bond. Mm -hmm. Uh, But what other franchises come to mind for you? Uh,
0: For me, a big one that comes to mind is uh, Fast and Furious. Okay. And the reason that franchise is unique is because... It started off... The first for Fast and Furious is just a blatant ripoff of Point Break. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's just a much worse version of Point Break. Then the second one wasn't very great. Third one was okay. But it's like... They, they, they were for a very niche audience. People who loved cars. People who loved racing. If you talk to those people, they love those original three mm-hmm. a lot. Because that's where the majority of the focus was. And then the fourth one comes out where Paul Walker and Vin Diesel were back. People were like, all right, that was neat, whatever. But the franchise was just kind of meddling about to die. And then suddenly, Fast Five came out. And everyone who hated every single Fast and Furious movie were like, you know what? That was a pretty damn fun movie. I really liked Fast Five. And it made a shit ton of money. You brought The Rock into it. You turned it from a racing franchise into an action heist franchise Mm. with bits of the racing. And the franchise just took off from there to where you know Fast Six even made more money or around the same. I don't quote me on that. But then Seven made a billion dollars, and then yeah, they're fortunate of passing a Paul Walker, but they continue with Eight, and then now they have a spinoff. They had Hobbs and Shaw. Like that franchise is going nothing but up. Yeah. And you know from where it started and how much, if you look at how much money those first movies made compared to the last movies, it's it's ridiculous Mm -hmm. how much more improved it became. And just it was a franchise that just started dying and then just. Viagra itself to yeah. going back up. It's really fascinating to look at at how they literally gained a new audience from people who had never seen the first movies to just start watching and go. Mm-hmm. And now people go back and watch the old ones. Sometimes they hate them. Sometimes they still like them. Yeah. And just that the fact that they were able to have different types of audiences and that franchise is one of the biggest arguments for the success of diversity in films. It's mm-hmm. so whether you love or hate those movies those films are very much promotions of Having diverse friends and, you know, family, you know, (laughs) but, uh, but it's, you know, and so that's why the audience comes out in spades to watch them is because almost every type of person is represented in those movies. Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's really fascinating to look at Fast and the Furious in a way of like, it's a really successful franchise, but it wasn't always. Yeah. It was not always. But yeah.
1: Yeah. I, we talk about, or fucking, I I talk about this movie all the time and Mm -hmm. so, so do we on the podcast. Uh, But Halloween, Mm -hmm. while I haven't seen every single Halloween movie, Mm -hmm. uh, that genre really just killed itself. Because not only with the Halloween franchise it died, but Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, all those slasher movies that have had franchises Mm -hmm. after the first movie just really imploded on itself and just really started to, like... Mm -hmm. kick itself in the knees and and then it came back in the 90s yep with scream yep they did it
0: their own franchise Mm -hmm. and then it died again and then they tried to remake them but they were horrible like all the the remake phase the early 2000s and it died
1: and it's just really fascinating to see like how the genre Mm -hmm. kills its movies Mm -hmm. which once made it famous but
0: it also it also it talks about how time can heal wounds Mm -hmm. because you know, the Rob Zombie Halloween movies, you know, happened in the early 2000s, the mid 2000s. Mid 2000s, yeah. And then there wasn't a Halloween movie for almost 10 years. Yeah. And not only was there not a Halloween movie for 10 years, but when they made the new one with Blumhouse, they're like, it's a sequel to the original.
1: Yeah, they were like, and suddenly, all excitement of
0: them. for that movie just went through the roof because it had mm. been 10 years since a Halloween movie had come out. Yeah. So even though the franchise wasn't in the great place when it died. It had been 10 freaking years. And if you love that first movie or if you love some of those movies, it's like, I'm getting another Halloween movie. I'm going to go. Yeah. That movie made a crap ton of money when on was opening weekend. And
1: I'm with those people who were like, yeah. oh, I'm kind of worried about this. And then once they were like, no, it's just uh, mm-hmm. just a sequel to the first one. Mm-hmm. I was completely on board after yeah. that. Yeah. And I it's mean. All, it's, it's it's about marketing. It's about timing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very interesting to see where they're going to take these. Is it two sequels? Yeah, it's Halloween mm-hmm. Kills and mm-hmm. Halloween Ends. Halloween Ends, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of worried about those two sequels because I'm worried it's going to follow the trend of like the genre killing itself again. Yeah. Uh, so I hope that doesn't happen. But very very intrigued to see what happens with the uh, Halloween sequels. And it, it begs the question if like Nightmare on Elm Street is going to come back and mm-hmm. like heal its wounds or like yeah. all these other popular slasher films. Uh, I mean, Black Christmas. Black Christmas yeah, is coming yeah, out, but coming out, yeah. yeah, we'll see how that one goes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, it's 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 really interesting to look at. Um, another franchise I want to bring up is the Jason Bourne franchise. Okay, um, that franchise has kind of been up and down. Mm-hmm. J- uh, Born Identity comes out, which, by the way, is a remake that not many people know. Really, there was a television movie Born Identity in the '90s or late '80s because it's based on a book series. Okay. And they made Born Identity with um, Matt Damon, who people forget at that time, Matt Damon was n- not identified with action. He was *Goodwill Hunting. He was the drama guy. Yeah. And they're trying to pit him as this big action star. And a lot of people were like, nah. Like, like When you look at like hype coming out for that movie and you look at stuff, it's like, can Matt Damon, can he do something like this? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, I did it in spades. But with that first Born Identity movie, which was made by Doug Liman... Really great reactions from critics and audiences, and was, a sequel was inevitable at that point. Mm-hmm. They make Born Supremacy, which is my favorite Born movie, even though every, everyone else's is the third one. I love the second Born movie. There's one fight scene that's really bad, but the rest of the, the movie is. that the Shaky Cam one? Yeah. I mean, Born utilizes Shaky Cam, but 90% of the Shaky Cam in Born is Shaky Cam done correctly. Okay. It's not to hide bad choreography, it's just a stylistic choice, and you mm-hmm. can tell that the choreography sound and that everything's great, they just use it in a stylistic manner. And unfortunately, it created many copycats of movies trying to do it like that and doing it poorly. Yeah. But Born Supremacy, there is a fight scene where it's done very poorly. But, um, and then Born Ultimatum comes out and then the money went zoop and the critics went zoop and like everyone loves Born 3, Born mm-hmm. Ultimatum. And it's a great movie. And then nothing for like five, six years because it, it seemed like the logical conclusion to the Born franchise. Yeah. And then Born Legacy comes out with Jeremy Renner. And it was very much so made as like, all right, we're going to start a new franchise with Jeremy Renner in the lead. And that movie takes place concurrently with *Born: Ultimatum, just on a, the, the other side of the world. Sure, yeah. And it's like, okay, it's, they're trying to get into the world, trying to you know, create a cinematic universe here. Like, all right, let's see what goes on. It's an all right movie. Uh, it's pretty good. The end. I don't like how it ends at all. But it was clearly made with the purpose of doing more. And they didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think it made enough money to justify it, and the critics were very split on it. And so that kind of seemed like, all right, that's kind of the end of the Bourne franchise for a while. But then, 2016, Matt Damon and Paul Greengrass, who directed Bourne 2 and 3, are coming back for another Bourne movie. And there was some genuine excitement about that. People were like, holy shit, Matt Damon's coming back to play Jason Bourne again? And some people were like, are they going to talk about Jeremy Renner? Are they going to generated excitement? But then it came out, and not many people liked it. Yeah. And when those reviews came out, not many people went to see it. And the Bourne franchise, as we know it right now, is dead. Mm-hmm. They could make another one, but they expected that Jason Bourne movie to do a lot better than it did. And I don't dislike it. A lot of people really dislike that movie. I didn't hate it. Is it great? No. But mm-hmm. I didn't hate it at all. Yeah. And that that's just an example of having a franchise that peaked and then just put itself in the ground. Yeah. And the thing is, it's Do you think not-
1: it's because they were trying to do too much or like I, the, they wasted too much time in between each movie?
0: No, cuz I think the time, the fact that J- like Matt Damon was coming back, that was the selling point. Okay. And th- and that that's what got people to go see it initially. People just weren't on board with the hmm. the product. Okay. And cuz that that's a situation where if that movie's successful and it gets a lot of critical praise, then not only do you make another one with Matt Damon, but you bring Jamie Renner into it again. And mm-hmm. then you can recreate that success. I feel so bad for Jamie Renner. He was supposed to be the front line of many different franchises, mm-hmm. and it ended up not happening. Another franchise which that we'll I actually want to talk about was Mission gone... Impossible. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, so the Fallout one came out last year. Yep. Uh, this, is, this is a series that's been going on since the 90s? Mm-hmm. Early 2000s? 96? 96? Mm-hmm. And... In between each movie maybe there's 90, a lot of time. Late 90s, maybe 96, I don't know. How many movies are there? Fallout was 6. 6. Mhm. Between now, last year and mm-hmm. then uh, 96, there has been 6 movies in one franchise. It's insane how they're able to keep audiences and critics on board for Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. And throughout the thing all these is, years. people
0: thought Mission Impossible was dead.
1: Yeah. Well, what mm-hmm. they do well that other franchises don't do that mm-hmm. is like key for Mission Impossible mm-hmm. is each movie ups the ante on whatever stunt they're going to do. Oh, yeah. The
0: spectacle is insane on those yeah. films. And it's real. It's not mm-hmm. CG to fake. Like, there's one stunt that's just like, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah.
1: And it, hats off to Tom Cruise for that, because that <laughs> that is completely his that idea. That
0: fucking insane.
1: So, it's just, it's, it's unfathomable how they're able yeah. to keep everyone hooked and engaged mm-hmm. and invested into this franchise that a movie comes out every... Four or five years. Yeah, and
0: like, and there was a gap too. Like, um, Mission Impossible One was made by Brian De Palma, who mm-hmm. made Scarface and Untouchables, like very acclaimed director. People really like it; they say it's fun, and it's based off a TV show, the Mission Impossible yeah. is a TV show. And people were like, "Oh, that was fun!" And they made a second one with the director John Woo. People didn't like it, and there was about I think a six-year gap in between one, two, and three, mm-hmm. like six years and six years, maybe. Maybe it's four and then six. I know from. 2 to 3 that I think it was I believe it was 6 years. Yeah. And JJ Abrams' first film Mission Impossible 3.
1: Mm-hmm. Which I think is your favorite, isn't it?
0: One of my favorite. It's between that and Fallout. Okay. It goes back and forth, but I, I love Mission Impossible 3. But mm-hmm. people were really worried after 2 that it wasn't very, you know, that yeah like and then Mission Impossible 3 happened. A lot of people liked it, but money was okay, didn't really know what to do about it. Yeah, just kind of whatever. And then like 8 years, I'm going to say or 7 years, they did Ghost Protocol, and that was the one where everyone was like, oh shit, Mission Impossible. Go, and yeah. then that's when it started going zoop again for Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. Director Brad Bird doing that one, and then Christopher McQuarrie. Which is very
1: interesting, because Brad Bird really does just animated movies. At the time, yeah.
0: I think I believe Ghost Protocol was his first live-action film.
1: I, I think it still is. No,
0: he did uh, Tomorrowland.
1: Oh, that's right, that's right.
0: Mm, yeah. I forgot
1: Everyone forgets about that movie. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. But, yeah, no, it's... Like, I feel like Mission Impossible just, like, gives directors a chance to, like, tell their story. Like, Mm -hmm. um, Brad Bird, for example, J.J. Abrams, he was only a writer and a producer before then, and And now he's directing.
0: And and the thing is, is after Ghost Protocol, like, a life was revitalized in that franchise. Mm -hmm. And then more people went out to see 4 than ever, and then they went to go see 5 with Christopher McQuarrie. And there was a... Up until that point, there was a tradition that a new director would direct each movie yeah but christopher McCrory was like i like these characters i like this world can i do fallout can i do the next one and they were like sure first time ever and then good thing because it's pro- arguably the best mission impossible movie because not only did they step up the stunts in the story but the action scenes the choreography was insane mm-hmm. in that movie and then now he signed on to do two more he's gonna do four in a row
1: that's insane and yeah. you know. That because he's investing his time into these characters, that mm-hmm. not only the story is going to be better, yeah. but like you said, the action is going to be better. Like we've said, the stunts yeah. are going to be even better. Yeah. Like, w- like that is how Mission Impossible keeps these audiences mm-hmm. engaged, is with yeah. these stunts. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's certainly why I went out for Ghost Protocol in Fallout, was like, which
0: shenanigans are they going to pull now? Yeah. And, you know... It's more popular now than it has ever been, mm-hmm. which is insane because it was decently popular with the original three. Yeah. And then suddenly they just rived up that front. It's just crazy how the franchises work that way.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And um, I think a good example of a franchise that died quickly and didn't die, not died in terms of like they made a couple then stopped making them. The problem is they kept making them and they should have stopped is Saw. Okay. Yeah. I love the first Saw. Unabashedly, I love Saw 1. James Wan, you know how I feel about him. Yeah. And I love that film. Not a fan of any of the sequels. Mm-hmm. I don't think 2 is horrible, but it's not very good. 2 is the one with the son? Yeah. Detective son? Yeah. Okay. And... God,
1: they're all like one
0: movie yeah. to me. and that's the problem, is they kept... People... They took what f- people thought they loved about Saw, which was the torture, mm-hmm. and just made the entire franchise torture porn. Yeah. When that's not why people love the first song. Yeah, it was a little twisted and gruesome. They liked it because of the idea of two people trapped in a room. Two different people who have to work together to get out. They had a plot twist that was insanely well done. That's why they liked that movie. But instead they were like, oh, torture, shit, ramp it up. And then every movie was just torture porn, torture porn. No story, no characters. Yeah. And then they did it over and over and over again. And then that franchise, you make a new song movie, it's not gonna, not going to do very well.
1: Jigsaw fucking... Bond. yeah
0: and here's the thing wait like 20 years and make a new saw movie mm-hmm. with chris rock as the producer yeah because they, they are going to do that yeah. and it's, I mean, it's not gonna be 20 years but they're gonna, yeah, they're yeah, gonna make yeah. a new song movie and they're gonna go in a different direction i bet you that movie will have an audience mm-hmm. it will because it's all about how you revamp and revitalize and reboot your franchise absolutely and um another franchise i want to bring up is the star wars franchise yeah the original Star Wars trilogy is fucking known as some of the greatest movies of all time. Ten years later, prequels come out. I'll make great money. Mm-hmm. Phantom Menace had a lot of hype because, like we said, if you wait the ten years. But I was a young kid during that time, so I don't remember all the hype. But I do remember the hype for Force Awakens.
1: Oh my that God. That hype yeah. was
0: fucking real because, like we said before, t- ten plus years. To, no, exactly. Maybe just wait. Ten years prequels are very much so disliked by a lot of people. There are people who love them and that's fine, but most Star Wars fans dislike the prequels. 10 years later, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out, Blah, everyone loses their minds. Doesn't matter how bad Us it was included, before, yeah. Cuz it was
1: it was our first yeah. Star Wars movie that we were like, "Okay, we're adults and we're yeah. going to fucking enjoy this." Yeah,
0: yeah. And that movie domestically has made the most money more than any movie in the United in the United States. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's insane how hype, time, and re- revitalization can do that. Mm-hmm. And then last I made a billion and a half dollars, and I'm sure Rise Skywalker is going to make around the same. Yeah, and it's just it's crazy how you can do that.
1: Well, I, I want to go back to the uh, original trilogy, okay? Um, real quick, and that is just kind of George Lucas being forced to make movies. Yeah, because I'm not sure if everyone knows this, but like Star Wars. A New Hope was originally just Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like it was just its own Mm -hmm. single movie. But because that movie had so much critical success and audience success and it made a shit ton of money, it kind of forced George Lucas to make a second one. Well, what happened
0: was is he, the first one is like a 20th Century Fox movie. Mm Mm-hmm. And he made so much money on toy sales because that very infamously was like, hey, I want merchandising rights. And they laughed. I'm like, but that's never going to work. And then he made a shit ton of money. He made so much money. I don't know if you know this. Empire Strikes Back is an independent film.
1: I did not know that. He
0: financed that movie himself and then sold it to Fox for for distribution. Oh, wow. Same thing with Return of the Jedi. And... He knew that he was going to finance it. He had a story. He wrote the story, but he was like, don't feel like directing these bad boys. So that's why he got Evan Kirshner and Richard Marquardt to do Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Made all the money in the world. Yeah. And he was able to do so. And then the prequels he made. And then, uh, um, yeah. you know, then he sold it to Disney and we are where we are now. And the, th- the thing that's great is there's only been one Star Wars movie that was financially not successful, and that's Solo okay and there were a lot of I think there were a lot of reasons for that mm-hmm. not one a reason a lot of behind the in scenes in particular stuff. yeah it's mostly because they ballooned the budget so much it was almost impossible for that movie to be profitable They wouldn't change the release date when they had all the behind the scenes problems yeah but the, mainly nobody wanted that movie like who were you talking to before that movie came out like hey wouldn't it be cool if they made a young Han Solo movie people were like I don't really know <laughs> like I don't really need to see a movie about young Han Solo yeah because we love Han Solo the way he is and they just gave us a movie with Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Mm-hmm. And now, had Solo come out before Force Awakens, like if like the first Star Wars movie Disney made out of the gate was like a young Han Solo movie, I could see that movie making a lot of money. But not once you've made two, and then we just had Harrison Ford back as Han Solo, and now we're going to make a young Han Solo. It was just like... the only reason It they felt made like it, the wrong time. Yeah, the only reason they made it was because Lawrence Kasdan wanted to make it. Okay. That's the only reason it happened. And it's just like... And I, don't, I like the movie. I I do I know people don't I like that movie but like was completely unnecessary didn't need to happen Mm -hmm. and it made Disney kind of change their strategy a bit with what the spinoffs and what they're going to be doing now but uh it was a misstep but I don't think the Star Wars franchise is going to fucking crumble as a whole no way no not with all this shit that they're Mm -hmm. announcing now uh, an example of a franchise that should have stopped and then didn't and then got proven why they should have stopped is Rambo (laughs) oh my god First Blood's a great movie. Not the rest of them. Uh, Rambo First Blood Part 2, which, by the way, was co-written by James Cameron.
1: Really? Yes. Wow. Okay. Made a
0: ton of money. Rambo 3 did not make a ton of money. Then they waited like 15, 20 years. Made Rambo, the fourth one, the gory one. It was rad. People were like, whatever. Then they made Rambo 5 like another 10 years after that. And it didn't make a lot of money. Neither mm-hmm. did Rambo 4. Although Rambo Last Blood made more than fucking Rambo. Really? Yes, oh my but God. uh, but like that—that that was a franchise that should have stopped forever ago, and then just kind of kept going. Yeah. So there are some franchises that try to revamp and revitalize, and it just doesn't work out for them.
1: Uh, so speaking of Sylvester Stallone, is mm-hmm. Rocky?
0: Yeah. Oh yes, good. Like,
1: yes, phenomenal first movie. We've talked about yeah, it before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the second and third one is it kind of suffers that like dip in the franchise uh-huh. and then the fourth one fucking came out you and know, just peaks. fucking peaked better
0: than you know
1: anything <laughs> yeah because you know Rocky ends the Cold War with his bare hands Um, I joke about that movie but it's it's yeah. fun to watch yeah it's it's not a great movie but it's fun no <laughs> and then uh, was it two sequels after that yeah with uh, his son or whatever well, well
0: they made Rocky 5 which they- is
1: the one where his wife dies
0: no no They made Rocky V about how he trains the boxer. Okay. But then it just ends in a street fight, and it's not very liked that movie. Right, right, okay. But then, like, ten years after that, they made Rocky Balboa, which was a good movie, and was supposed to be the end. Like, that was supposed to be it. Hmm. And it would have ended on a high note, because it made a bunch of money, it got the audience and the critics back, and it was a good movie. Mm -hmm. But... No one really... Cared for it? Well, no. it, It was really cared for, but then... Years later, uh-huh. Ryan Coogler comes up and it's like, Hey, I want to make a movie about Apollo Creed, son. And uh, you guys own the rights, so can I do it? And he had just made Fruitile Fru- Fru- Station. It was a great movie. And they were like, all right. And they gave him the rights to do it. And Sylvester Stallone came back to play Rocky in that franchise. Is still going. And
1: probably gave the best Rocky performance cre- next to and, the first and, one. Oh, yeah.
0: And Creed? Hell yeah. And Creed and Creed 2 were both solid. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're going to make any more. But still, if the franchise ends with Creed 2... I know I know
1: Yeah Because I feel like if they do a third one It's going to suffer that franchise dip
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, But I, I haven't seen all these movies But one last one that I can think of mm-hmm. Is Jurassic Park into Jurassic <laughs> World Kind of in that mm-hmm. rock yeah. to Creed But um, that
0: I want to bring something up in Okay a minute, But but go ahead with what you're going to say
1: uh, So I The only I want to preface this Jurassic Park I've only seen the First movie The one by Steven Spielberg mm-hmm. And then uh, Both Jurassic Worlds Okay uh, the reason I haven't seen the other ones is because I know that they're bad going <laughs> in, and I don't want to put myself through that. Yeah. And I feel like that's a case. I mean, you can speak better on this behalf, but I feel like that is just them trying to capitalize on the success of the first one and trying to rake in more money. It's just like yeah. m- uh, Milk in the cow. Um, but, I mean, I just, even the way Jurassic World's headed right now, I think it's in the same uh same ball game that uh Jurassic Park was in they're just trying to milk it because the first movie made a lot of money
0: yeah no um it's the the crazy thing about that franchise is Spielberg did the first one Spielberg also did the second one did he really yes and the okay. second one is not great it has some moments but it's not great third one is Alan. it's infamously not very good yeah the franchise dies for about 12 years but something like that I don't have the exact years right Here's the interesting thing about Jurassic World though, when I say that time can heal wounds. 2015, Jurassic World comes out. 20, 30 years after the first one? 90s? Yeah, 30 years after the first one. Breaks the record for biggest opening weekend of all time. Hmm. After a second and third movie that are awful. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, people were really hungry for a new dinosaur Jurassic movie. For like a new Jurassic <laughs> World Dinosaur? Movie? All right, and yeah. here's the thing: Star Wars doesn't come out that year. Jurassic World holds that record, past Force Awakens. You know, because Force Shit, Awakens yeah. is the one that beat it. And I I forget what movie be, like beat went past it later, but like a couple movies passed Jurassic World before.
1: I think it's still in like the top. It's it's number five. Okay, I was gonna say it's top yeah. five, but I yeah. definitely top ten.
0: But like some other movies passed it, but yeah. like Star Wars doesn't come back. It holds it for a little bit. Hmm. And it's it's really fascinating to think about. Yeah. It had that opening weekend record. People were that hungry. And no one, not even Universal, knew. Yeah. They, I mean, they wanted to make money, I feel like that would be a risky
1: investment going yeah. into it.
0: Yeah, I mean, people knew that it was going to make money. But, like, they had no idea that people were that hungry for a new Jurassic movie. Yeah. And Jurassic World was very split. People, Some people thought it was fun. Some people thought it was stupid. Jurassic World 2, same thing. Jurassic World 3, we'll see. But Colin Javarro's coming back, so maybe it'll be nice. But, yeah. Yeah. But no, that, that was another good example of just, like, time, just wait.
1: Yeah. But do you have any but, other examples? Because uh, I'm, I'm all out of franchises.
0: I mean, I feel like there's going to be more once we turn the cameras off. I'll be like, yeah, fuck, we could have to talk about that. This might be another one where we have to do another example of it, like mm-hmm. another episode of it. But uh, let me see really quickly. Because, I mean, uh,
1: with, with all the franchises, at least mm-hmm. speaking on my behalf, like, it, we nailed pretty much every, like, which way a franchise can go and yeah. examples. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, we talked about this earlier. Die Hard. I haven't seen every oh, movie, but if you yes. want to talk about like how action can fucking kill you, yeah. Movie. Die
0: Hard is dead right now. <laughs> uh, and Fox had another movie planned, but I think Disney. Yeah, because they knew. Yeah. From, well, from what I understand, well, after Fox had a bad year this year, mm. and Disney's pissed about it, so they canceled a lot of their movies. Yeah. But um, there was uh, first Die Hard is one of the best action movies ever made. Love Die Hard. I like the second one. It's cheesy as shit, but I love the second one. I
1: haven't seen it. So cheesy. The only other one I've seen is the one where they're in Russia. Okay. Oh, that's the, the, that's one the one. or one. It's, it's horrible. Is no, it but really? I, Yeah. Oh, God. But
0: uh, Die Hard 3. Nick loves Die Hard 3. That's his favorite. Mm-hmm. It's called Die Hard with the Vengeance with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, even, that, even that movie made some money, but then that was it. It was a trilogy. It was done. Mm-hmm. And then in 2007, which I think was like maybe a little bit 10 years, maybe right before under 10 years. Live Free or Die Hard comes out. PG-13, which pissed a lot of people off. And it the other ones are?
1: R? R. Okay.
0: And it did decent money-wise, and it's not a bad movie. I think it's a good movie. I like Die Hard 4.
1: Yeah.
0: Waited about eight more years. But it was still divided. It was Some people really liked it, some people didn't. Die Hard 5 comes out. Called A Good Day to Die Hard. Let's just say it's not good. But it's like a train wreck. I love it because
1: <laughs> because it's
0: it's so, I mean, it's bad. It's yeah.
1: bad. That, that's the Russian one. Right? Yeah, and, okay. and it's a
0: disgrace to the Die Hard name. But if they released a 4K, I would get it. Like, it's one of those. Okay. Where it's like, I don't like this movie, but
1: I, I'll watch it.
0: Just because it's so, like, and it's you can awful. tell
1: the way that franchise is headed with its names, like a yeah, know, like <laughs> just fucking die, hard. like yeah, just different yeah. ways to say yeah. die hard. Yeah, it's and, like yeah, come on. and just
0: that franchise just went and it's dead. Yeah, but now if you release a new die hard movie, if they did the thing where they're making a die hard sequel but ignored all the die hard sequels, it would make money. Okay. I have a I have a feeling and they marketed it correctly, it would make money.
1: Like John McClane has been retired for a few years or yes, whatever and comes then, back. Yes,
0: and... that I, I feel like that movie could make some money. But then you know you'd have, you'd have to get Bruce Willis to not be a dickhead.
1: So, that's going to be a little hard. It'd be hard with all his blockbuster awards.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. But yeah, but you yeah, know, that, that, that hurts another good example of that. But yeah, no, that's yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's more. I know. As soon as we shut yeah. the cameras out there's gonna be more. If you have a franchise that you'd like to talk about, how it's complicated history throughout time, leave it in the comments below, and then maybe we can take a look at that and talk about it on the next episode that we do of this topic. But yeah, uh, absolutely. But yeah, but you know, thank you guys so much for watching. Uh, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: Uh, just subscribe and follow us on social media. Dalton, yeah. where can they find us at?
0: They can find us on Facebook, just in Movie Nights, and Instagram and Twitter at Nights underscore Movie, and YouTube. I made a custom URL. YouTube.com slash C slash Movie Nights. I think that's it. That's probably fucking wrong, and it's going to be embarrassing. But I think that's it.
1: I All think right. that's it. We'll fact check that after. Yes,
0: yes. But uh, just go to YouTube, you know, search bar, Movie Nights. were the first one. You got this. Thank Hell you. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, uh, thanks guys so much for watching, and we'll see you next
1: time. Adios.